0: Of course, it's Browns by Jacob on another sad Friday. We should be getting ready to play this week and having a chance to show everybody the Cleveland Browns. But it's all right. We're getting closer to the middle of March when we're going to see a brand new Cleveland Brown, brand new money. X. Um, I won't blurt out my full name this time like I'm getting arrested. Uh, so I hope you guys enjoy that. But you're in the right place. Greatest podcast on earth. Not even a debate. Um, just like TJY Over Miles Garrett. Um, either way, let's go Dogs. Welcome to the Dogs Podcast with your hosts, Blake Reniker, Zach Kopp, Justin Charles, and Josh All.
1: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. If you'd like to get your voicemail or your intro on the show, head to thedogspodcast.com. Tap leave voicemail in the drop down menu. Uh, as Jacob said, Browns didn't have a game this week. It's not going to stop us from being here for the 100th time. <laughs> Woo! 100th episode of the <laughs> Dog's Podcast today. Uh, so, that you know, we're kind of joking, but for real, this is the 100th episode. Kind of sucks we couldn't have Zach. We couldn't have everybody here yeah. today. Um, but we just want to say thank you to everybody. If there's anybody who's been here since the beginning, you know, like, uh, how far we've come. We're on the complete opposite side of the room now. Uh, you know, <laughs> we've traveled all 10 feet. Yeah. Uh, just, you know, um, to everybody who's liked, commented, shared, subscribed, joined the Patreon, um, voted on a poll, anything like that, that has helped us grow, man, we, we appreciate it a ton. You guys listening is what makes this fun to do and why I come here every week. So again,
0: thank you. And we'll see you guys hopefully at episode 200. Oh, yeah. Well, and you know, this is the official 100th episode of like the public podcast that everybody gets to hear. But I mean, really, it's like 125 or something with all the Patreon, you know, extra episodes we've done or if you guys are
1: bored, join that Patreon. There's 20 some extra episodes on there. (laughs) And they're fun. And they're
2: probably inappropriate. (laughs) Uh,
1: Before we get into, you know, what we want to talk about today, remember to check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Uh, If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. Make sure you tap the notification bell so you never miss a new episode. Uh, You can also find us on Apple, Spotify, and Google if you prefer to just listen. Lastly, as I mentioned before, if you're looking for more content, head to jointhedogs.com, become an official Patreon uh, member. Um, We have extra episodes on there you get these episodes early some of the stuff we talk about on these extra episodes too um i think one of these episodes not that long ago we talked college football today we're gonna they want to hear us talk about
0: movies so we're gonna talk football then yeah. we're gonna talk about some movies and stuff like that well, and there's quite a few times that we talk about stuff and then we we turn everything off and we go how we should have talked about that on the main episode because it it ends up being really good content but yes yeah. so that's, that's the perk of the after hours that's true yeah. So
1: if you're looking for more than just, you know, what we think about with the Browns, if you guys, first of all, we're all big nerds. So if you like Marvel and DC and comics and Star Wars, Star Wars and all that, we get into like all kinds of random stuff on the the Patreon episode. So if you guys are into that kind of thing, make sure you check it out. Join the dogs.com, uh, become an official dog pack member. So today, you know, we're just going to kind of go through some Browns news and some, maybe a little bit of league news that's popped up in the last week. Um, first one that we wanted to touch on was the Browns have been linked to Falcons wide receiver, Calvin Ridley. Uh, he did, they, they're not, they haven't let him go yet, but they're what
2: they're looking to trade him. How's that work? I mean, I think that was kind of the, just like they're talking that he's going to probably get moved. Okay. I in, think Atlanta's the trying to, have been, they're both probably trying to go their own ways.
1: And the Browns have been linked to him. Uh, I've seen by more than one, one, uh, sources said this, um, What do you guys think? Do you think we should go after Calvin Ridley? (sighs) You
0: you go ahead. We definitely need wide receiver help in a bad way. Correct. So it's kind of nice whenever a a big name like Calvin Ridley, super talented, um, high potential, young, still on his rookie deal. You know, whenever that kind of name becomes available, like there's an opportunity there. It's it's interesting. It's intriguing. But what he did this past season with the Falcons – does throw concern so
1: they don't seem like they are overly um like they're still paying him and stuff like that mm-hmm. so it doesn't seem like he's rubbed them the wrong way i don't what i don't know why he stepped away Is he's because he's tired of being in atlanta was he really having outside issues right that, right um the bronze would need to do their due diligence
0: yeah sure. so it at least and I don't know maybe the reports have come out and I just haven't seen I don't know if you guys know any more about it but whenever that whole situation was unfolding it kind of seemed like there was some outside maybe like personal life situation stuff going on he needed to step away from the team and that was kind of all that was said I think am I missing something
2: this is kind of like what I took out of it it seemed like he kind of was had some mental things going on, maybe pressure, maybe expectations with Atlanta. He's been their number one guy, basically, I mean, for two years now. Julio was there the year before, but mm-hmm. he was he's he putting his foot down that he was that guy. Um, so, I mean, with Calvin Ridley, the guy's probably one of the best route runners in the league. Like, top five route runner, super talented, like you said. Could be a super solid number one on our team, but for me, just kind of feels super risky. I mean, they. I like Blake said, maybe do diligence to it. Talk to him. See what's going on. Talk to Atlanta. But like for me, you're probably going to have to give up maybe a number one. I mean, maybe a second round. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure like what his market's going to be. It depends on how many teams want him. I mean, he's he's a stud. But does he want to be in the NFL? Does he want to be a receiver right now?
1: Again, it all goes down to what you you find out about the 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 behind-the-scenes issues. Mm -hmm. But going back to 2020, the dude at 1,374 yards, nine touchdowns average 91.6 yards per game.
2: He's a stud. He's a stud. He's a stud. Yeah, yeah, he's number one.
1: I'm doing my homework on him, obviously, but
0: I'm getting I mean, if it's an option, I'm getting him. Well, you said at the end there, Justin, though, is a very good – I mean, that's probably the main question. Does he want to be in the NFL? I think that's If the that answer thing. is yes, then okay, let's, let's keep moving forward with some investigation here and figure this thing out.
2: If he's frustrated with Atlanta, then... <laughs> Come we, to the land of frustration. Yeah, well, hey, <laughs> he's probably not the only one. I'm sure Matt Ryan might be stepping away from the game here pretty well, that's soon. A good,
0: we'll see. Matt Ryan's a name that you got to remember, too, because, you know, you just read his stats and you're saying how much of a study he is. Well, he's also got a, a, quarter, a reliable quarterback throwing in the ball who racks up yards and touchdowns every yep, single garbage season. Garbage time. Garbage time. Well, but even in, even yeah. when it wasn't gar- a garbage time, yeah. when the, the Falcons were good, I mean, mm-hmm. Matt Ryan was still a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns oh, yeah. every year. He was always...
1: He's been a league MVP. Yeah. Should
0: exactly. have won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, should have. Yes. So, you know, with a situation, at quarterback in Cleveland, it uh, could be a different story for a guy. Yeah. I mean, we saw Odell, I mean, obviously has had no problem putting up stats and doing things with the Rams. Yeah. Uh, I, that is such a I, to talk about I know it hurts to say, but <laughs> I'm I, not going to lie. I'm rooting for the Rams because I still like
1: Odell <laughs> and, but man, it is tough watching him catch touchdown passes and throw 30 yard passes <laughs> and all, all, all in
2: a playoff game for a different team while we're at home. That sucks. He it looks, does. he looks very, very intense. Like I was watching him. I'm like, I never saw him that super like, Hey, we're about to go on a run. And I think they're probably going to go on a run.
1: They got a tough one, but Tampa Bay is
2: all banged up now. Yeah, their so, line is super banged up.
1: I'd rather play Tampa Bay banged up than I, you know, San Francisco right Bay. now or, or, or Green a. Bay. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So, but no, that got a little off topic. But okay. g- good yep. for good for Odell. Yeah, yep.
0: but I mean, just you know, Calvin Ridley. If if everything checks the if everything checks out of you if. They can check off the boxes. The mm-hmm. concerns aren't there anymore. Yeah, I, th- well, I think Browns kind of take chances on guys like these. I mean, well, look at
2: a Kareem Hunt. Look at a Malik McDowell. Do you think
1: know. it would take? <laughs> do you think it would take a number one to get him?
2: I think that that's what they're going to ask, bro. I don't know if they're going to get that because I mean, I, get- I'm
1: thinking when I'm thinking though, like DeAndre Hopkins only went for like a second, right? Effort. It was the second. Mm, and let me look change.
0: look up. Yeah, look it up Vet that. But let me look you know, that. like, but DeAndre Hopkins was also first of all that was Bill O'Brien and he's an idiot. <laughs> Correct. <Okay. I>, he <laughs> I mean, yeah, no good that. deals. Nothing he yeah. did helped out the Texans in any way, shape, or form. Correct. And he was also older further on in his career. There's probably other factors in there too. But Calvin still, a top three receiver in the NFL. Yes, absolutely. I but guess. I got to say though, Calvin Ridley at 24, I believe he's 24 years old mm-hmm. right now. I mean, very, very young, and he's already been in the league. He's for, 27. He's 27. According to this little Wikipedia thing right here, he said he was born in 1994. I was looking at somebody else who was 24, then never mind. Still young. Still young, still on his rookie deal, but they did spend a first round pick on him. Correct. And he's lived up to that draft capital. So I'm with Justin and thinking they would probably want a first. He only had 860, he's only had one great season. That was last year, right? It was in 2020, yeah. Okay. The year before, you had 866. So that was the year that Hulu was really in and out of the lineup a lot.
1: So, uh, again, I mean, I'm not underselling him, but I'm saying, you know, if I'm trying to get him from the Falcons, that's kind of – I'm mean, like, well, I mean, I'm not going to give you a first for a guy who's only had one good season, mm-hmm. you know, and, and who just sat down the rest of the year, the next year. Um, so that's just
0: like my yeah, negotiating I mean, the, tactics. I the flight use. risk could definitely lower that – price yeah. a little bit yeah. did, you, did you look up what deandre went for absolutely
2: yeah so he went for a second and a fourth you're like eh that's not bad but then they also traded away at the time david johnson who was really good i mean i think he was coming off that wrist injury or whatever but still a solid running no they back. got
1: david johnson
2: with yeah in yeah. yeah in the trade so i'm saying like a second and a fourth and you know for a stud running back and then what is it? Another
0: fourth? No, that the David Johnson trade was separate from the Hopkins no, trade. No, it was, it was they, Hopkins they
2: traded Hopkins and a fourth. A second and a fourth. No, just Hopkins and a fourth for so, David Johnson. A second round and a fourth round. That, that is awful. Yeah, you're basically that is switching. So bad. You're trading. You're getting uh, a, a, a running receiver, back, and you're getting a second.
0: A receiver in his prime for a for running, back. running back at the end of his prime. Yep. Yes, who hadn't been able to stay healthy. In, yeah seasons um
1: (sighs) so no i think you got to do do your due diligence but i would definitely go out especially because a guy i think a lot of browns fans were been kind of high on was michael gallup Mm -hmm. and now i don't know quite how high you're going to be on him i mean these guys come back from acl injuries now but he he just tore it what a couple weeks Mm -hmm. ago so he's probably missing at least a quarter of a season next year A half. it
2: depends on how we were nervous about odell we thought he came back kind of quick and and you know, he came back what third game? Third and or four. That fourth. was halfway through last year, not the last game of the season. Yeah.
1: So I mean, who knows? So Michael Gallup might not be on the table anymore. And I I do especially if you don't get a first, because I'd add I'd I'd go get Calvin Ridley if I could for like a second. Second in a, a fourth round pick or second something like that. Second and one of our players if they want If He's somebody, committed. You know, Absolutely. and then I'd still use our first round draft pick on like Garrett Wilson. Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> you know, and and now all of a sudden your receiver room's looking pretty freaking good. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, this is definitely something I would I would have my eye on if
0: I was Andrew Barry and Kevin Stefanski and such. Yeah. Uh, just, I want to give a quick shout out to uh, Jacob who did our intro today. Cause he also us the voicemail. We're not going to talk about that today, but we're going to get to that maybe next week or whenever. But one name he does throw out in free agency for wide receiver that I liked in pairing with a young, maybe first round drafted receiver is Allen Robinson.
2: I don't hate it because Allen Robinson,
0: all. despite the terrible year, I mean, Chicago was a dumpster fire this year anyway. <laughs> You know, you bring in Allen Robinson, he can be your alpha dog number one receiver for a year or two while a young guy really gets up to speed, mm-hmm. and he can learn from that veteran who's done it, proven it, and he's just the guy. You know what I mean? I,
2: I know Allen Robinson's going to be a free agent, but who would you rather have, Allen Robinson, or would you rather have Calvin Ridley? Calvin Ridley. I, if you told me I could get
1: uh, Allen Robinson, I don't have to give up anything except for money for him, or you tell me I can get Calvin Ridley for like a second round pick and a player, I'm taking Calvin Ridley. Okay. <laughs> yep. Yeah.
0: Because he's that much better than Alan Robinson, yeah. And but it, 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 if he's committed, it's tough
2: because that that's a kind of thing that we would take a chance on. And over the last twenty years, that'd be something that we get burned on. Yeah. I mean, literally, he'd be like in he'd be in South Florida and run somebody over. You know, like. Oh
1: my gosh! It's the I second mean, time on this podcast that uh, he's
2: been mentioned. I mean, it's tough. I'm just saying, I'm just repeating. Just <laughs> This isn't like I made this story up. No, I read it in the news 2012 or something. I don't know. I can't remember the was year. It Dante Stallworth? Yep. Oh, just man. drunk. Go know. back and watch. Just I think it was like our, our third
1: episode ever. I talk about that. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty uh, sure we were uh, talking about uh, Jeff Garcia
2: pillows and stuff back then. Yeah. It's good times. Um,
1: so, you know, speaking about Browns players with, you know, issues, that will take us to our next topic. Yeah. Um, a guy... Who actually had a really good season. We thought, you know, he was going to be back for the Browns. Probably not going to be back for the Browns. He's probably going to be bunking with Greg Robinson. (laughs) Um, That's tough, bro. Malik McDowell uh, got caught uh, buck naked, (laughs) just like walking around, inebriated. And when they tried (laughs) to arrest him, he was like beating up the police officers. Allegedly. Uh, Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly.
2: Allegedly. (sighs) But- uh, not to joke around. It kind of it sucks. Like it's very for him. It sucks bad. Like yeah. this so, is not I mean,
0: a good. This is not a good look. The report I saw said, you know, he's arrested for public exposure, and I'm like, okay, like was he? Is he taking a leak outside or, or he something was like, like that? of the Day. school, like Charlie Day and horrible bosses. <laughs> it said they got the police received a call that a man was walking naked near a school. Yeah, it's a little different than. Whoops, I was in the alley relieving myself. My bad. (laughs) Which I I could have got arrested for that. And was, I'm drunk.
2: What makes you please, sir? Give me a second. I'm almost done. I got to pee real quick. Maybe maybe that's where it started. So yeah, I don't know.
1: Newsflash to any of our listeners: When I was younger, I sometimes partake partook in libations. Okay, you know, I think we all did. Yeah, and, and if he
2: did that, then you can triple times it, and, and that I was, that I, was never, <laughs> I never
1: partook so heavily that I was just like, hey, look, there's a school. I think I'm going to walk naked in front of it.
2: Uh, that's not fair, bro. <laughs> just, so I think the big thing, we're joking around uh, about it. Going into this year, we heard, we heard, and then it was kind of reported that there may be some 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 inner demons going on with this guy. And we were like, well, hey, you know, hopefully he can put it best. You know, if you look at the past with Seattle, um, you know, he had this wasn't his first run in, you know. So I think, you know, it's a bad break. It sucks. It sucks for him more than anybody. But like, you know, maybe it's an opportunity to get some issues addressed. I'll say that
0: you're a nicer person i know i know <laughs> but I, I think i think i'm i'm gonna go with justin it is an opportunity to get those demons addressed and it's yeah. also an opportunity to say pretty confidently he's not going to be back with the browns next year no, no. which is, which sucks because you know he played we well God, good year. i
2: thought that we we had kind of solidified the hit spot i was like oh hey that's one thing that we won't have to worry about next year that's one guy that was such a pleasant surprise in a year where there are so, so many disappointments.
0: Yeah. So Malik McDowell this year had thirty-three tackles, three sacks, seven tackles for loss, and one fumble recovery. Sucks.
2: I
1: I, I will say this. I, I you know I was joking, but I and these guys are adults, so they shouldn't have to be babysat. But the Browns, I feel like that we kind of do a bad job yeah. in our history of when we have players like this. We don't. It's like we we don't do anything to help him, you know. Like we had Johnny, and everybody knew, you know, there were some issues. But did they ever like extend a hand?
2: Kellen um, Mike Pettine just
1: talk crap about him all the time in the, in the in the media, you know. And you you know you have a guy like this, so why is he just down in Florida or whatever, like by himself? To why are we hey
2: check up friend. on him? Yeah,
1: I'll be that friend. Why you need are we, a
2: guy to go with you to hang out in Florida? I just
1: feel like as an organization you know that, that you obviously you're not in the babysitting business. Again, they're, they're adults. They should be able to not walk naked in front of schools, but like, do we have anything out there to like help these guys who, you know, are, I don't, think so. <clears throat> I don't think so. I don't think so. I thought we, I thought obviously Johnny, he made tons of dumb decisions on his own, but I felt like we did nothing to help him. We took the guy in the first round and then we were just like, Oh, here's a bunch of money. We just
2: don't do any cocaine.
0: That's that the, the thing is that yeah, don't no, do coke what what sort of like programs or regimens do these guys get put through when they get drafted to say, okay, now here's how to be an a responsible adult with your money. And here, no. you know, None of them.
2: No, you watch those. Have you ever seen Broke? Have you guys ever watched that now, I do know.
1: Like I watch Billy and the Browns and stuff when like the Browns players and stuff get drafted. Um, they do like Jim Brown, I think, is the one who talks to him about like, hey, don't be an idiot with your money yeah. and be smart and stuff like yeah. that. But I just think like-
2: Should be Bernie.
1: um. Like, I don't know, maybe like, Hey McDowell call us once a day. Let us know, you know, things are still going good. Just something, you know, <laughs> like the money system
0: partner or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I don't know. I feel like you for some time, for some people, especially when you're paying on millions of dollars, you got to go above and beyond
0: to make sure that they're going to be available to you. That's yeah. a heavy investment in a, in a person in an employee, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Again, I don't think they should have to babysit. But at the same time, just because you don't have to doesn't mean you should. No, but I also don't. I don't want this to go down the route of, you know, putting any of the blame on the Browns, because like you said before, I mean, the dude's a grown man. Like, you got to be accountable for your own actions. So that was this was a very big mistake on his part. But no, I agree. I see. I I, I agree with you completely. Like the team should be like Josh Gordon. I, he just kept
1: failing. Like, uh, what were we doing to help make sure that wouldn't happen again? Not hey just brother. to make sure he didn't, not to make sure he didn't fail a test, yeah, but to make sure like that he didn't want to do it. Anything that would then make him fail a test.
2: Like, I don't know. He was. I don't know. Like how much you guys have known about this, but like he was super open that like he was telling them, "Hey, I got a lot of problems. Like, <laughs> I'm literally getting drunk and high before games just to calm my nerves down." So you would think that. I'm not saying that every team should have an intervention kind of guy or I don't, you know, I don't even know what those people are called, you know, like an interventionologist. <laughs> okay, cool. But I'm being serious though. You know what I mean? Like for yeah. a guy, if I, you know, I don't know. And some, some of these like backgrounds are tough. You know what I mean? Like this is their opportunity to get out. This was their one big break and I'm sure Josh Gordon's still good. He made good money while he was in, but like, he sold some cars. I'm yeah, sure he made a commission, but it just sucks, you know? <laughs>
1: But, yeah, so, I don't know. Maybe the Browns do have that stuff and it just didn't work. I don't know. That was just something I thought of off the top of my head. Like, mm-hmm. when I think about Browns players with histories of issues, they come here and it almost always <laughs> it yeah. seems to
2: continue. They get drafted and then they wreck their motorcycle in the parking lot. And then they get
0: go to prison for way worse than that. <laughs> I yeah. will say that you mentioned Kareem Hunt earlier, though. That's and what we th-
2: take chances on, guys there, like there's that.
0: There's a great, great name that, you know, yeah. that dude made a, a huge mistake, got caught. We all paid, do. The, paid the penalty for yeah. it. And, you know, we took a chance on him and
2: he's probably going to, so he's going to come out on the other side better yeah. on that. So, but yeah, good for cream hunt. Uh, <laughs> so he,
1: today Baker had his surgery on mm-hmm. the, on the shoulder, getting the labor, re, uh, repaired. So hopefully good luck with that Baker. He was getting done out in LA, so. They're three hours behind us right now, so I don't know if he's had it done yet today or not. I haven't seen anything, but hopefully that goes well, you know, despite my, you know, talk about him doesn't mean I don't want his surgery to go well. <laughs> uh, that So just, you know, talking about Baker, then that brought up, you know, there's some QB news this week that I wanted to hit on the Dolphins with the firing of Flores, so I guess the Flores and uh, you know, got fired because he was in a power struggle with the GM, and the GMs, supposedly, still all in on TuA. And so I think they're out of the Watson sweepstakes, because they said they're going to commit to TuA now into next year. So that kind of opens the door now for other teams. You kind of heard like he was only going to waive his no-trade clause for Miami. Well, if Miami's not wanting you, bro. You're going to have to wave it to some other places if you want to get traded. So does that open the door now for other teams to get into the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes?
0: Oh, yes, go, go ahead. Guys. Hello? <laughs> <laughs> oh, go ahead, Justin. Well, Take this one away. Okay, yeah. Um,
2: I completely forgot what we were talking Deshaun about. Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's my. No, no, no. You're good, man. Deshaun Watson. Um, So <laughs> a year ago, we basically sat here and we said, hey, you know, Two first and Baker, three first and Baker was too much. Um, we thought we were giving away way too much and also a really good quarterback. I mean, I guess it depends on the price tag. I guess it just depends on what Houston's about to do because Houston holds all the cards. I heard that they're going to trade him before the draft. That That's all the talk. They want to get it over with. They well, want to move of forward. Of course, because they're, they're they probably going to get a bunch of picks. Yeah, they want those picks. So, like, for me, I mean, what are you giving up? Because I think there's going to be some teams that are lined up. I think that, you know, there's at least five teams in the NFL that would probably upgrade. we probably – you're going to start here in Cleveland in that mix. You know, I joked around about both New Yorks, but that wouldn't shock me. Carolina, I mean, depending on what happens to Green Bay. Pittsburgh. You know, Russell Wilson in Seattle. Pittsburgh. Don't say Pittsburgh.
1: That's – so, no matter what you think, if you're a Browns fan – I feel like even if you don't want him, you have to be in the sweepstakes for them. If you hear Pittsburgh is, because you got to keep him out of Pittsburgh. Correct. You got to keep him no, out of Pittsburgh.
2: He goes to Pittsburgh. Could
1: you? I mean, they don't have to improve their line. They wouldn't have to No, No, And he would actually
0: have receiving weapons,
1: him and Najee. And then Claypool. I mean, Deontay Johnson can't catch a cold, but if you throw to him enough times, (laughs) he'll catch some, he'll catch catch enough of them. Um, is good. Mm -hmm. I mean, honestly, the Steelers are basically like a legit NFL quarterback away from being really annoying again, you know? (laughs) So, um, you, you gotta keep them out of Pittsburgh. You gotta keep any of these, these good
2: ones out of Pittsburgh somehow. Are you giving up three first and a Baker for him? A hundred percent. Like sure. that's not even close. I will. I wouldn't even think you twice. gotta, you figure you're going to take a hit on the first one. Cause that what, what are we drafting 13th? Yeah. You're going to, that one kind of sucks. But I mean, if you bring Deshaun Watson to Cleveland, the next and they build pro, around him,
1: potentially be in 30, the 20, 32, 30. yeah.
2: <laughs> but no, I'm, you know,
0: yeah, I think you can build a good enough wide receiver core for Deshaun Watson with free agency, there's so much. Well, and there's so and later in the draft, too. I mean, there's so many receivers, there's so this year. many receivers, it's so deep. Yeah,
1: uh, g- guys in the Patreon are huge on this guy out of Kentucky,
0: uh, um, day Yeah, he's probably yeah. going to be there in the second. Think about like the Two Lions, I'm on Ross St. Brown in like the fourth, I yep. think. I mean, you know, you can get guys later in the draft. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and our receivers would look
1: uh, like I said, I saw this stat today, I sent it to you guys. So oh, speaking uh, speaking on our receivers, oh. okay. <laughs> um, a lot of people, you know, they were down on, uh, Stefanski this year, but with play calling blah, 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 blah. The yeah, high, he was per- really
0: bad. Wasn't he? He didn't, he didn't <laughs> let anybody get open in his play calls.
1: Yeah. Jesus. Highest <laughs> percentage of pass plays with three plus open receivers, Lamar Jackson at 38.4%. Baker Mayfield second at 37.7. So 37, almost 38% of the time he had three wide receivers open on a play. You, so we we're, we're talking about how much we need to upgrade the wide receiver room 38% of the time there's three of them wide, there's three <laughs> of them open you know what i mean so it's like mm, i think you bring Deshaun Watson in you don't change anything you just bring Deshaun Watson in we're our, we're like a 12 team
2: minimum right off the rip i'll say this also and it pains me to say this but i think if Deshaun Watson goes to Cleveland some of those free agents are coming and they're not, you know, not arm behind their back. Like yeah. Allen Robinson, you don't think he'd be
0: like, "Oh man, I could play with Deshaun Watson." Deshaun He's Watson never played with a good quarterback. Yeah, yeah, he'd be interested.
2: He'd be interested. I mean,
0: yeah, okay. You know what? You've convinced me. I'll give. I'll give you my three first and Baker for Deshaun Watson.
2: It just sucks because, <laughs> I mean, literally a year ago we could have pulled that trigger, mm-hmm. could have done that. Now I'm not saying that. I'm hoping that, you know, this is going to be a rebound year for Baker. That's what everybody, you know, as far as management is putting out there. But I just don't know if I'm willing to like take that chance. Super Bowl windows don't
1: stay open forever, Mm -mm. you know? And if, if, if you're, if you're willing to bet that it was all because of the shoulder injury that he was statistically like one of the fourth worst quarterbacks in the league, um, then you're willing to put all that on and just waste another seat. I'm not willing to do that because we don't have that much time. Yeah. Nick Chubbs getting older, JC Treader, Joel Batonio,
0: they're all Jack. They're getting older. And we're not going to have that line together forever either. And you know, like Blake just alluded to, I mean, Baker was, I believe the fifth worst quarterback in QBR this year. He was a 35.3, if I remember correctly. And the only four that were worse than him were Sam Darnold was the only vet. And that's Sam Darnold. He and then it was year. Trevor Lawrence, Zach Wilson, and Justin Fields.
2: So you're saying there's a chance? <laughs> that's <laughs> it's just that's that's the, the I'm
1: just not you know and and then if Baker does get healthy and whoever we trade him to he does great and good for him. No ill, but I'm just not willing to bet the Browns Super Bowl window
0: on that. As long as the upgrade is a legitimate upgrade, like Deshaun Watson would be a legitimate upgrade for sure guaranteed upgrade so th- that
1: brings me into a couple of these other names Russell Wilson I guess is on the record saying he wants to explore options in the offseason I don't know really what options he has he would need
2: traded I don't know if he's going to force his way out and he has a I'm pretty sure he has a no trade clause cuz yeah. he put those four teams out there this past year just kind of
1: yeah. um so that's obviously another person if the Browns could get him I would be I would rather have Deshaun than Russell but yeah. I would take russell
0: yeah i'm in that camp i mean definitely deshaun over russell for me just he's younger
2: yeah i mean if we're, tra- if, we're if we're trading doing some things at quarterback then yeah you go deshaun pending he just gets a friend with him that doesn't let him do <laughs> <Yeah>. crazy
0: stuff <laughs> well we don't hey, have, Cleveland.
2: get it, that program in place right now
1: we don't have really good massage parlors up in cleveland so he'd be all right
2: Yeah. I've never gotten to a massage parlor. So Uh, it's not um, really my thing. (laughs) So Russell,
1: Russell could potentially be out there. Um, which we knew that, but then I think he was finally this week, like put on record. He told somebody that he wants to explore it. So it's kind of all been like hearsay up until now, but now it's true. Um, and then the other two I got on here, um, just because their GMs were fired and one of their coaches was fired was Carr and cousins. um, I don't want cousins as much as he's like statistically a really good quarterback. One is cap hit. He's like 45 million. It's It's crazy. It's super. And he's played with really great talent and he still hasn't won. So, I mean, he's, he's kind of, in my opinion, he's like a stats, better version of Baker. Um, he just, I don't know. There's just something about him. He can put up numbers, but they don't mean anything. He doesn't, Ever win the big game, and you can't say it's you can't blame it on anything else. He's got a good line. Yeah, Ben had receivers:
2: digs. Great, Jefferson, yes, feeling
1: great receivers. Yeah. Dalvin Cook, and then Alexander uh, Mattinson's
2: no, no slouch either. Um, and Boone was there before that, and he was the guy that could have started as a running back.
1: Yeah, so I don't want Cousins now. Carr, I I really like Derek Carr. I know he struggled a little bit in the in the playoffs, um, but let's be honest. The Raiders got nothing. <laughs> and they're I mean they got he's got Hunter Renfro and Darren Wallers running around half injured all the time. Right. Uh right. and he's still always good. And um and then the I think the nicest thing about carr is his cap hits only 19.8 million. So he's only he's only gonna make a million and a half more than Baker, but he's in my opinion, leaps and bounds better. I would definitely pursue that.
2: Okay, so I'm out on cousins. We'll just get that out of the way. I'm out on cousins just because if you're going to spend forty six million dollars, you better go talk to Aaron Rodgers and, and Deshaun agree. Watson. Yeah, and Deshaun Watson because yes. I think that their league's better than you know Kirk Completely Cousins. Agree. Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. Derek Carr is not coming to Cleveland. If if Vegas trades Derek Carr, they've just proven everybody's theory that they have no idea why why on a deal you have a. I, I think he's super underrated, at least a top 12 quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe top 15, but he's not a scrub. Not he, he's all. proven that he can play. Why would you trade and completely rebuild everything from scratch? At least that piece is there. There's teams that can't find that piece. Cleveland is that piece. You know, like we, we haven't figured that out. You know, the what only I mean? thing
1: I can think is a lot of times when a new GM and potentially a new coach come in, they want to, they want to, Get their guys. Right. No, I get that. You know what I mean? They want to get their guys. And if he wants to, they need a lot. They're not, you know, the Browns are, in my opinion, like a quarterback away from being real contenders. They're not, they, they need a lot of help. So if you can trade Derek Carr and get a
0: couple picks, you know, then you start your rebuild. It's just funny you say that but yet the Raiders beat us and made the playoffs this year and we didn't. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they barely beat us, bro. But they barely beat us. I know. Us. They might I know, be but the I'm most
1: surprising playoff team in the last 10
2: years. What just with everything considered? The the way the that, whole I mean, year yeah. yeah, it sucked. The fact it that they went them. and the
0: Chargers didn't go? Yeah. that was kind of yeah. I mean the
2: Chargers and I mean talent i mean if you look at they don't have anything
0: no it's, it's their
1: car
2: he drug them to the playoffs there's there's nice pieces here and there but i get what you're saying where there's they got a hit, lot they got, there's a lot more missing pieces than there are pieces yes but you have that piece yeah you have the quarterback piece. i don't i i just don't understand that and even in a year where the draft like to me i look at the draft and i'm like meh
1: now receivers right. and stuff. It's oh, good. Yeah, it's just terrible. Yeah. It's not yeah. a good yeah, quarterback, not a quarterback draft. one.
0: But and at this know. point so far, I mean, you look at last year didn't turn. I mean, it's only been one year, but you know, last year's quarterback class didn't blow anybody out the water the way right. that the Herbert and Burrow class did.
2: I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm guessing like Aaron Rodgers or, or Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson, if they want to go play in Vegas, I'm guessing Derek Carr's out.
0: Yeah, they'll make it
2: happen. They'll they'll figure it out. They'll be like, hey, we'll pay that extra twenty million. It's all good. Don't worry about it. But if you don't really have a lot of options and then you're not going to get a quarterback back, that's going to replace that guy. it might just be the next GM that's about to get fired.
1: (laughs) I just think for the Browns too, like we got to find a way, at least in my opinion, don't, don't hate me. We got to find a way to upgrade. If you, if you look at the teams remaining in the playoffs right now, what do they all have in common? Yeah. They're all above average quarterbacks. You think Jimmy Garoppolo is an above average quarterback?
2: Mm. he's right on the borderline when he's healthy i'll tell you what man he i mean he's made it to a super bowl don't get me wrong i know it's built on the the run game and the defense but
1: I sometimes i watch jimmy g play though and he plays really well then, yeah. he, then there's other times in this game like where he throws the worst interception ever. yeah um yeah. but uh, he's probably the worst one left mm-hmm. but then the, they probably have like the strongest run game i mm-hmm. guess um so you know but Joe Burrow, you you can't tell me you watch Joe Burrow play and you think him
0: and Baker are playing the same game. No, you
2: but know Joe, what I mean? Joe
0: Burrow has has ascended. Yeah, Joe
2: Cool, he's yeah. here. He, uh, he's here for a while too. And, and you
1: know you can't watch Mahomes and think him and Baker or Josh Allen. Like, oh, Josh Allen. You know a, what I mean? You either, I watch these other teams and it's like they're playing a different sport. Mm-hmm. At the, and it's just like, yeah. You know, and if if Pittsburgh makes a move for one of these guys, where how, how are we going to go into a season when you know let's just say like for say they get Deshaun by some Deshaun's in Pittsburgh, Lamar's in Baltimore, and Joe Burrows in Cincinnati. Come, I mean, come on, guys. Don't. Yeah,
0: I, I think a lot of people. It's still so fresh. You know this this season. I mean, it's still not over yet. We're still in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but the Brown season is over and. I, I think that when oh you know we're you know Baker's going to come back from the injury is going to be okay we can still compete in the division we're not people are forgetting that throughout the offseason, these other three teams in our division are going to make upgrades Yeah, yeah the, and Steelers, are also. Not, yeah, the Steelers are not coming back next year with Mason Rudolph at quarterback it's no. just not going to happen they're You're, gonna
2: they're gonna land a stud look at they're the Bengals the
0: Bengals I mean Blake you said last week on the after hours I mean they're still playoffs there's still a chance they go to the Super Bowl. They yeah. could be a Super Bowl team in our division next yep. year. You don't know that yet. So, well, and, and here's the thing, too, is I think even after Baker's season
1: last year, we all thought coming into this year, at Baker's best, he's a top 15 quarterback. Okay? Probably like in the 10 to 15 range. And that's if he's playing at his absolute best. That's not – we if Deshaun goes to Pittsburgh, like – the one, three, and fives in our division, so you know, fifteen's not going to cut it. And that's it when he's playing at his absolute top all the time. He, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you still think that that is like the the kind of play that's going to take us where we're, I just can't help you. I just I don't get it. <laughs>
0: Uh well, that's uh, I guess that'll wrap up our weekly quarterback segment, which I'm sure (laughs) we're going to be doing throughout the off season here. So, so we have, you know, last year we did the mad dog awards. Yes.
1: So we're going to redo them again, but before we get into the categories and all the nominations, I want to remind you guys to check out symbol. You guys are going to go to. Let me tell you here in a second. Dogs.symbol.app. Okay. Yeah, very complicated. Super, you are, we are listen, I said. I week. said the old one so many times that it's just, it's getting really hard. I can't get this new one down for some reason. Dogs.symbol.app. They got a new interface. It'll kind of take you step by step how to set up your account. Use promo code dogs, D-A-W-G-S. You get 10 free dollars plus your deposits, 100% refundable up to $500 for your first 90 days jump in, buy shares of stock in a team. As their price goes up and you sell, you're going to make money. You also get an instant cash payout. uh, Every time that team wins, depending on how many shares you have. So if you have 10 shares, that's 10 cash payouts if that one team gets a win. Um, So check it out. Dogs.symbol.app. What's the new contest again? I forget. You told me about it last week. Uh, well,
0: I'm pretty sure it's kind of all for naught now because you had to pick all the playoff oh, that's matchups right. correctly. So that kicked off last week.
1: So hopefully if some of you guys got into that, hope you guys are still alive. Um, but so dogs.symbolbot.app, play the stock market for sports. Check it out. 100% risk-free. You put in your money uh, anywhere from a dollar to $500. And if you don't like the way it's going, you just reach out to Symbol and they'll send you all your money back. So the, if, you're, if you're interested, now's the time to try it. use promo code DOGS, D-A-W-G-S.
0: Yep. Browns fans, we are on to the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. And uh, why don't you go ahead in the comments right now, just drop in who you're rooting for at this point. Um, Teams are, you know, we we cut them down last week. We got a few left. So let us know who you're rooting for. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL, is celebrating with a huge odds boost for new customers. Counting down to Super Bowl 56, new customers can get 56 to 1 odds on any team. Bet just $5 and get 280 in free bets if your team wins. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, you can still get in on the action of this divisional round playing DraftKings Daily Fantasy. Uh, download that app as well. I'll be playing. I played last week, won a little bit of money last week. The only guy who let me down my one lineup was Darnell Williams. Um, that didn't go so well, but you know Cooper Cup came through in the end. Um, But everybody can play for huge cash prizes. Get in there. DraftKings giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with your first deposit. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Get 56 to 1 odds on any NFL team. Bet just $5 and win 280 in free bets. If your team wins, that is promo code TPPN for 56 to 1 odds at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. You must be 21 years or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, $1 wager, one per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
1: Okay, yep. check that out. So, on to the Mad Dog Awards. For yes. anybody who's been watching for, you know, a year now, last year at the end of the season, um this is kind of our award show uh to w- reward players on the Browns team this year for their performance. It means a ton to the players.
0: Yes, they, they display these mad dogs proudly yeah. in their house. Yes, yep. yeah, right.
1: Right next to their SBs and their, uh-huh. you know, Big Ten championship rings or That's whatever. That's not true,
2: guys. There's no trophies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't but expect no, a trophy to show up at the house.
1: Uh, but no, it's a ton of fun. Last year, a lot of people voted on who they wanted to win. And then we came in and did the awards and, um, it was a ton of fun. So we're looking forward to doing it again. So I'm gonna, what we're going to do now is we're going to go through, introduce the categories and all the nominations in those categories. You guys are going to jump on and vote for who you win. Where are we going to have this link?
0: So this is so if you go to thedogspodcast.com slash awards, it'll take you to uh, the page on our website where this... Um, where the voting is. And then I've got the the voting form embedded in the page. But if for some reason the coding is playing funky with your phone or your tablet or whatever, just there's a link on the same page. Just click that and it'll take you to the outside form. Okay. Either way you can vote. Yeah, we'll
1: but we'll make sure we put that link too in the description and then I'll probably comment and pin it as the top comment too.
0: So it's easy yep, to find. Yep. Um, It'll be on social media everywhere too. So if you follow us, you'll see it out there, but the dogs podcast.com slash awards.
1: Awesome. So again, we need your participation on this. Help us out. The more people to vote, the better it is. I don't want Anthony shorts winning with, you know, three votes and it was me, Josh and Justin. Uh, so make sure you guys jump on and vote. So the first category is Offensive young pup, which is offensive rookie of the year. Two nominations this year. Didn't have a ton of rookie contributions on offense. Uh, wide receiver Anthony Schwartz uh, on fire here. 10 catches for the <laughs> season, 135 yards and a touchdown, and 39 rushing yards. And then the other, I am. Um, Rookie who saw some action was running back to Felton. 18 catches, 181 yards, two touchdowns, and 24 rush
0: yards. So that's the Offensive Young Pup Award. Do you guys want to know the winners from last year as we go through? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So last year's winner was Jedrick Wills.
1: Okay. Hmm.
0: Offensive Young Pup.
1: So, you know, people were really impressed with Jed Wills last year. This year, eh, maybe not so much. I think he was banged up a lot this year. he was. Um, So then that takes us to the defensive young pup. So this one's going to be pretty fun. Defensive Rookie of the Year. Uh, Nominees are cornerback Greg Newsome, 37 tackles and nine pass breakups. Second nomination is linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Karamoa, 76 tackles, one and a half sacks, three tackles for loss, four pass breakups, two forced fumbles
2: that's a little better that category is looking a little stronger
1: (laughs) and then third nominations d tackle tommy togei 16 tackles and a half a sack um i think it's gonna be a two-man race, two-horse race here yeah yeah yeah, for sure Uh, and jok filled the stat sheet but greg Newsom was a beast
2: i was gonna say you're you're going bias mode there no this is uh
1: i I was kind of thinking about this on the way up when i was driving in like i don't know who i'm gonna
0: vote for yet on this it's fair greg Newsom showed why the Browns are so enamored with him in the first round. It's hard to put up a ton of stats if people don't throw at you. It really is.
1: You know what I mean? Um, And he held his own from day one. It's not easy to come in
0: as a a rookie corner and just play at a high level. That is probably the most difficult position to to master in the Mm -hmm. NFL, other than like quarterback. But on the defensive side, man, corner is Especially when
1: you play opposite a Pro
0: Bowl corner. Well, was, you yeah. think people are going to pick uh, on you? The rookie. he's going to be like, "Hey,
2: this is the guy we're going after. Yeah. We're going to pick on him." Yeah, all who day. Are you going to
0: throw to? The yeah. rookie or Denzel Ward? Ward right? Yeah. Yep.
2: Huh.
1: He, or the Warden? He's a great open field tackler. He covered. Mm-hmm. Pe- I mean, he he was impressive. But then you got Jok, who you couldn't watch a Browns game and not just be like, "Holy
0: crap, this, this guy's, guy's awesome. twenty eight yep. is everywhere." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yep. So for reference, last year's winner of this award was Jacob Phillips. Okay.
2: I was kind of wondering if he would make the list this year because he was, you know, kind of <laughs> didn't get last year. You no, know, he well, he's right. not a rookie. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: you know, unless you're Ben Simmons, you can't win rookie <laughs> yeah, of the right. year in your second year. Uh, so then, the third category is the Air Bud Golden Receiver, which is the best catch, best pass catcher of the year so we don't just do best wide receiver because the Browns utilize their tight ends so much Mm. and stuff like that Um, so the nominees are Donovan Peoples-Jones he had 34 catches for 597 yards and 3 touchdowns Jarvis Landry had 52 catches 570 yards and 2 touchdowns Uh, David Njoku was our leading receiver for a lot of the year 36 catches 475 yards and 4 touchdowns and then Austin Hooper 38 catches 345 yards and 3 touchdowns So, as you can see, our pass catchers, nobody was that good. (laughs) I was just going to say, wow, I'm blown away with the stats. Those are the guys we nominated. were the best on the team this year, Mm. and nobody had 600 yards. Yeah. So, um, David and Joku had, you know, a quarter of his yards all in one game. Yeah. Jarvis Landry, I didn't even realize he had 570 yards. I think he should win this one just because it's probably going to be his last chance to win a Mad Dog Award. Would, yeah. <laughs>
0: would you quit putting your bias on the hey. listeners? I will tell you Jarvis Landry won last year. Compare the stats, though. He had 840 yards last year and three touchdowns. Okay. Of course, he did miss, what, four games this year? With that knee injury? I think so, something like that. Yeah, and he only missed the one last year. So, I mean, yeah, of course, there was a COVID game. little difference there. Yep. But.
1: So then the next uh, um, category is the Guard Dog Best Lineman Award. Uh, the nominees our five starting lineman Jed Wells. He played 13 games, gave up five sacks, 28 pressures, three and a half tackles for a loss. And he had four penalties. Uh, Joel Batonio pro bowler, Joel Batonio played 17 games, only gave up two sacks, only gave up 17 pressures, four tackles for loss and three penalties. Uh, Center J.C. Treader, 16 games, only gave up one sack and 10 pressures, four and a half tackles for a loss and five penalties. And then right guard Wyatt Teller, also a pro bowler, uh, finally getting recognized for his good play. 17 games, four sacks, 24 pressures, two and a half tackles for loss, 11 penalties. That's
0: yeah, I also that, felt like
1: he got called for some holes this
0: year that were BS. Uh, holding calls in the NFL uh, can go either way. I mean, 50-50. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's like, yeah, that was a blatant hole. And other times you're like, come on.
2: And you kind of, for the, align, the alignment award, you kind of want to be like, well, who protected the quarterback the best? Let's not leave out the fact that that guy, like, lays the foundation down for a run game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Put yeah. that work in down the field.
1: Um. So, who who won in last year? I'm pretty sure it was Teller, wasn't it? I am pretty sure
0: it was... I want to say Teller. tell Teller. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, if I had to vote this year, I'll keep it to a secret. Yeah, but yeah not, there you uh, go. I'm not, I'm not secret time. I'll tell you this
0: year. It's, I'm not voting
1: Teller this year. Mm. So it's uh, not so much of a secret anymore. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going James Hudson. Oh, cool. <laughs> I'm a, a write-in. Uh, so the Homeward Bound Award. This is the Comeback Player of the Year. Uh, we have some fun categories on here. I think this is one of them. Cornerback Greedy Williams, two interceptions, ten pass breakups, one forced fumble, forty-one tackles. It was good to see
2: Greedy play yeah. this year. Yeah, man, he played well too.
1: Yep. Uh, Grant Delpit, 66 tackles, one sack, three tackles for a loss, three pass breakups, one interception, one forced fumble. Delpit again. Also exciting to see. You you know, (laughs) and he looks like he's ascending, especially by the the end of the year, he was playing really well. Oh, yeah, he was. So um, this one hurts, but Tack McKinley, 18 tackles, two and a half sacks, three tackles for a loss, one forced fumble. He obviously didn't play on the Browns the year before, but – Man, he was having such a good bounce back year for him before that injury it sucks.
0: Yeah, a guy whose career looked like, you know, it was really Maybe hanging on the, in the balance. Yep. It could kind of be over and the Browns gave him a chance and I, I thought he did really well yeah. for the role we asked him to play. Yeah.
2: I think if he stays healthy, like he stayed healthy the whole year, like we for sure bring him back, you know. one oh yeah, hundred Or somebody else is calling. Now it's kind of who 100% knows?
1: And then lastly is David Njoku, 36 catches, 475
0: yards, four touchdowns. He had a good bounce back year for him because the year before was – It wasn't that great, and, you know, he, he was our leading pass catcher for yep. the vast majority of the season. <laughs> yes. It's
2: crazy, too, because I feel like Cleveland fans kind of got frustrated with him last year, and then all he did this year was, you know, with trade well, really talks loved. and all that, and all he did was just show up and yeah. just be the chief, so.
0: Um, so then the six categories, the dog pound Oh, wait, dog. hang on. Did we say who won that oh, last no, year? Oh, no, go ahead. Uh, comeback player last year was Baker Mayfield. Okay. That was a huge bounce back from that 2019 <laughs> <Yeah>. season. <laughs> uh, so then we got the Dog Pound Dog Award. This is my
1: favorite category. It's the Sung Hero Award. Um, the nominees this year is running back Uranus Johnson, 534 yards, three touchdowns, 19 catches, 137 yards. Uh, cornerback MJ Stewart, 47 tackles, two tackles for loss, four pass breakups um, or passes defended. Uh, cornerback Troy Hill, 49 tackles, two sacks, uh, seven tackles for a loss, one pass defense. And then <laughs> Malik McDowell, three sacks, 33 tackles, seven tackles for a loss and one fumble recovery. Um, I know Dearness Johnson won this last year. Yep. Uh, and then you know he all he did was come back and again was another one of the guys for the browns this year that just did whatever was
0: asked of him and always did it well i was a huge mj stewart fan this year especially by the end of the year me too but when i was and i'm not again how i'm going to do the little bias but when i was pulling the stats for this i i was looking at troy hill and i'm like troy hill was getting after you i mean you're talking about a cornerback who had two sacks and seven tackles, seven mm-hmm. tackle for loss this year yep, yep. Um, so then most impressive dog trick. This is performance of the year. This is our new category. We didn't have
1: this one last year. That's very exciting. So nobody won this one. Uh, so this is kind of like singling out like single game performances in games. Um, so Miles Garrett, four and a half sacks, seven tackles, four tackles for a loss. Week three versus the Bears, he was insane in that mm-hmm. game. Um, Davin Joku, seven catches, one hundred forty nine yards and a touchdown. Week five of the Chargers, uh, Dearness Johnson twenty two carries, one hundred forty six yards and a touchdown, two catches, twenty two yards in his first ever NFL start. Week seven against he the just Broncos. Tore it up. Yep, I was at that game and he. I mean, talk about putting yourself on the map in one game in your first start. Uh, Nick Chubb, 14 carries, 137 yards, two touchdowns, two catches, 26 yards. Week 9 at the Bengals. Uh, then there's Denzel Ward, one interception, 99 yards, uh, one TD plus three pass defense, also week nine at the Bengals. Um, and then JOK, 13 tackles, a half sack, and a tackle for loss, uh, week 12 at the Ravens. Some um, that, That's going to be a tough category because there's mm-hmm. – I mean, Miles Garrett with four and a half sacks early in the year was nuts. But then you look at like Denzel Ward with a 99-yard interception. Insane, yep. um, so So we had some good – you know, solo performances sprinkled throughout the season. So that's a fun category. Good job by you, Josh, to come up with that one. Oh, thanks. Very well just,
0: I wanted to go back and look and see, because, you know, there were games this year where it was like, man, we had a guy or two in, in a game where it was like, they just had a hell of a game, yep. you know, from start to finish, this guy just dominated. And yeah, it was, co- it was good to go back and see, okay, we did have quite a few of those. Yes.
1: <laughs> uh, so the eighth category, offensive top dogs. This is offensive player of the year. Uh, center J.C. Treader only he played sixteen games only gave up one sack only gave up ten pressures four and a half tackles for loss only five penalties. Uh, Nick Chubb he had one thousand two hundred fifty nine yards eight touchdowns one hundred twenty uh, receive or what was that receptions? receptions. This says one hundred twenty. I don't think he had one hundred twenty receptions. Oh no, he did not. I'm gonna guess it's, it's supposed to be twelve or twenty. I think it's probably. 12. (laughs) We'll get that fixed for you guys. Uh, But he had 174 yards and a touchdown. Jarvis Landry, 52 catches, 570 yards, two touchdowns. DPJ, 34 catches, 597 yards, and three touchdowns. And then Josh must have threw this guy on here. That was by Zach's request. Uh, (laughs) Baker Mayfield, 3,010 yards, 17 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, 60.5% completion percentage, 83 rating, 35.3 QBR. I don't
2: understand. Just so you know. <laughs> I don't know why that's it, bias right there, bro. I'll tell you right now. The, those the, are
1: the, the numbers the numbers, man. If he if he wins this award. Oh, he might, man. Uh, it's not a popularity contest, guys. Give it hey, to me. fans vote. Yeah. That's right. Uh, I hope he wins. Just so, you have,
2: to, <laughs> just so he, you have to sit there and just deal with that.
1: So now yeah, we like got uh awesome. so who
2: won offensive player of the year last year? I'm going to guess it was Baker. Let me see. I'm going to say it's Nick Chubb. Oh, no, Nick Chubb was out. It was Nick, Nick, Chubb. Chubb. It was okay. Nick Chubb. It was Nick, Chubb. Was Nick Chubb. Baker was MVP. That's right.
1: Um, That's right. so then defensive top dogs, a defensive player of the year. We got, I'm not going to read all the stats again, cause I've already done it, but miles Garrett, mm-hmm. JOK, Denzel Ward, three interceptions, 10 pass breakups, 43 tackles, a half a sack tackle for loss and a touchdown. He's a pro bowler this year. Um, Jadavion Clowney, 9 sacks, 37 tackles, 11 tackles for loss, 2 forced fumbles. If he doesn't miss a game or two, he probably gets his 10 sacks finally. Nice, so close. Um, John Johnson, 3 interceptions, 5 pass defense, 1 forced fumble, 61 tackles, a half a sack, and a tackle for a loss. And then Anthony Walker, pretty sure he led the team in tackles mm-hmm. with 113, 1 sack, 2 tackles for a loss, and 2 pass defense. And that was with missing some time. Yeah. He a tackling machine. Yes, 100. he was. That's tackles. category. So, um, I mean, that's why we brought him in here. He, he played did. well this year. He really yeah. did. So, uh, that's a tough one. I'm, I'm assuming Miles won last year. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. But it was close with um, Vernon. I remember it was very close. Yeah, because Vernon came Vernon on Vernon came on second half, right?
0: Dude, it was 85% Miles Garrett last year. That's stupid. That's stupid. Wasn't was one voted? of the categories really close, though? Uh, it was the uh, MVP. Okay. Uh. MVP was like a, a vote or two won it for Baker.
1: Okay. So here we go. Best in show, which is the MVP award, which if you guys haven't noticed, all our categories are kind of like dog show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, very punny here yeah. at the dogs podcast. Uh, so best in show award MVP running back, Nick Chubb again, 1259 yards, eight touchdowns, 120 catches, <laughs> no, 174 yards in yeah, the touchdown. Yeah. Um, miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, JOK, And Anthony Walker, um, so I don't think Baker's going to defend his title. He won nope. it last year, right? Yes, he did. And uh, who who was it really close? But it was Nick Chubb. Him yep. and Nick Chubb. Yep. Um, tough, tough category this year for MVP of the team. Um, I know who I'll probably be voting for in this. It's hard to, in my opinion, it's hard to pick MVP of a team that went under 500. Um, but we're going to figure it out. <laughs>
0: yeah, I just I, I was just trying to think whenever I was looking at these, like, okay, which guy gave us the best chance to win the most times this year? Even okay. Whether we won or not, you know, who helped us get to that spot well oh, man, oh, man. if we'd have won it would've been again. <laughs> 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 well, he'd have to be a write in. Yeah,
1: right. Um so write those, it are, in. those are the uh, <laughs> those are the categories. Those are the nominees. Um, again we'll have the link in the description and the uh I'll pin it in the comments. If you follow us on Facebook or Twitter or um anything else, it'll be on there. Uh, we'll have it pretty much everywhere. You have until the night of the Pro Bowl. Um Cl- voting will close that night that way then we can compile all the results and do the show, uh, the awards between the pro bowl and the super bowl. Yep. So Sunday, February 6th. Yep. So Sunday, February 6th, make sure you guys get in, get your votes again. The more people to vote, the better, you know, we don't want it to be miles. Garrett was team MVP with two votes. That would suck. <laughs> uh, so make sure you guys get in and vote. Um, it's a ton of fun. Um, anything else you guys want to touch on?
0: I think think that wraps it up for
1: the week. All right. Cool. Uh, Again, thanks for being here with us on our 100th episode. Um, We couldn't be more appreciative. Uh, It's been a ton of fun. We can't wait to keep going. Um, to all you dog pack members we'll see you on the after hour show we're gonna talk about some movies if that interests you guys make sure you jump in join the dogs um check it out we got people from ireland and the uk and california which is basically a different country so uh (laughs) yeah so make sure you guys jump in there hang out with us and everybody else we'll see you guys next week Thanks for listening to another episode of the Dogs Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow us on Twitter at the Dogs Podcast and become an official Dog Pack member and jointhedogs.com.